0: In case you haven't noticed, it's presidential election season here in our Fairland. There's a great amount of tension in our lives right now. The unrest is palpable in many parts of society. And we Christians, brothers and sisters, we are not indifferent to the political realm. Far from it, we care deeply We care deeply about working to protect human life, promote peace and provide for the general welfare. We care about all of those things because we recognize that our brothers and sisters and ourselves, we are all made in the image and likeness of God and capable of being redeemed. And all of those things contribute to people coming to know the Gospel. And because of this, because we care, brothers and sisters, we, like many other people of goodwill, may have experienced a sense of anxiety, a lack of peace. Certainly in the past couple years, we've seen some crazy things happen. And in the past few weeks, it seems to have reached a fevered pitch in our nation. Now, Simply put, let's be very blunt here. Caring about others is not optional for us as disciples of Christ. You and I are meant to be leaven in the world. As lay people in particular, you exercise your kingly role. You were anointed a priest, a prophet, and a king at your baptism, remember. And you exercise that role through care and service to your brothers and sisters, as do I. The love of Christ, which has been poured into our hearts, says St. Paul, and which he proves in his sacrifice on the cross and renews at this Mass, lets us see human dignity in full clarity and compels us to love our neighbor as he has loved us, Christ the teacher shows us what is true and good. That is, what is in accord with our human nature as free, intelligent beings created in God's image and likeness, endowed by our Creator with dignity, as well as rights and duties. Now, because of that, Because Christ fully reveals who we are in the image and likeness of God, our redemption, our redemption as human beings in him, has an inescapably social dimension. We can't accept Christ's love in our own lives while despising or being indifferent to our fellow human beings. In Christ, we are members of one another, says St. Paul. And there's an inseparable bond between our acceptance of the message of salvation and genuine fraternal love, love for our brothers and sisters. Thus, participating in the political process is a duty of Christians. It's an obligation, a sacred obligation. This participation, of course, is going to take many different forms depending upon our state in life, our age, our job. All of those things come to bear, but it's always rooted in our baptismal commitment to follow Jesus and bear witness to Him in everything that we do. That means for us as Christians, Fulfilling the duties we have as citizens and inhabitants of this nation, of this state, of this county and the city and our individual neighborhoods and communities, all of those things can and should be done out of charity. Now again, different people will participate in political life in different ways. Yet, in all of our political decisions, all of them, we must love as Christ loved, so that our love for Christ informs how we behave politically. We must love by willing the good of the other as He loves us. This type of charity, brothers and sisters, it leads us to care about many different things as Catholics. We care for the poor. We care for the unborn. We care for the immigrant. We care for those in prison. We care for every human being, in other words. Yet, as the bishops of the United States Catholic Conference have said, though we as Catholics care about many different issues, Not all issues are equally important. As Catholics who believe that every human being is made in the image and likeness of God, created by God immediately, personally, known by Him and loved by Him, it is not optional for you and I to oppose laws and policies which permit, promote, or support abortion, euthanasia, or any other type of mercy killing. Nor can we support policies which foster racism, which denigrate the immigrant, or attack the intrinsic nature of marriage as between one woman and one man. The primacy of opposing these intrinsically evil acts, however, in no way diminishes the importance of opposing other serious affronts to justice in our society but rather becomes its foundation as st john paul ii wrote the common outcry which is justly and hear him right justly it's right and rightly made on behalf of human rights for example the right to health to home to work, to family, to culture is false and illusory if the right to life, the most basic and fundamental right, and the condition for all other personal rights is not defended with maximum determination. In considering, brothers and sisters, how we fulfill our duty as Christians, then that duty of charity In the political realm, we need to take these principles into account and prudently seek the means which will bring about a society which is more in harmony with the gospel. Now, brothers and sisters, hear me very carefully here. You and I, as individuals, we can disagree on what is the most prudent course of action in a given situation. But you and I may not disagree. As Catholics, as Christians, we may not disagree on these principles which I have just outlined. We must oppose laws and policies which promote or defend intrinsically evil acts, including abortion and the destruction of marriage, These are non-negotiable principles, and they should inform our voting choices when it comes to elections. We need to examine seriously what the candidates say, what they endorse, and what they promote. We have to, brothers and sisters, think with the mind of Christ expressed through the tradition of the church and allow our conscience to be informed by that tradition. We do not come to the polls as isolated individuals, but carrying all sorts of things. And the foremost thing that should be in our minds is, how can I be a Christian? How can I follow Christ? Once again, hear me. We may disagree about the most prudent means, but we cannot disagree about the principles. These are fundamental to our life as Christians. Our Christianity informs our actions and everything we do, and it include, that includes our choices in the voting booth. It's a serious obligation to inform our conscience. And thus, compelled by charity, brothers and sisters, we render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. We render unto our fellow men and women in this country what is justly theirs from us. For no man or woman is an island. We have received much from the Lord and from this country, and we owe much injustice to them. All of that being said, brothers and sisters, I want to touch on one other thing. This is very important. There is a danger, and I think... We fall into this often. There's a danger in being too consumed with the political realm, with the things of the world. See, Christ tells us in the Gospel today he tells us to give what is Caesar's to Caesar, and then he says something even more important: give what is God's to God. Those things which are God's, give them to God. And the danger here, and the reason that many of us are so anxious all the time is that we forget that no matter what the results of the election, of a particular election, God still reigns. God is still sovereign. Caesar has a place in the providence of God, to be sure. And our political actions, they do matter, as I've just touched on. But whatever happens, we know that God loves us first and foremost you are a beloved child of God and nothing can take that away if you consider what happened those words in the first reading go and pick up go and pick up your Bibles and read the surrounding passages for that first reading Cyrus is a foreign pagan king He was antithetically opposed to what Israel was all about. He worshipped other gods, and what did God do? He used that person in his providence to bring about the salvation of Israel. When all human hope is lost, God still works. The Lord tells us over and over and over and over again in the Gospels and throughout the Bible to be not afraid. Time and again, He proves Himself to us, showing that He makes all things work together for the good of those who love Him. But despite this evidence, brothers and sisters, sometimes we we allow our vision to become so narrowed that we forget. We forget that He has proven His love, that He is sovereign. And when that happens, when we narrow our vision, we often find ourselves falling into a host of personal sins which are much more destructive to ourselves and to our salvation than any any election result, than any political reality. I'm thinking of things like murmuring and bitterness and anger and wrath and avarice and lust and the list goes on and on and on no matter who wins the election, no matter if the person you want to win the election wins or the other candidate wins, God is still sovereign. Be not afraid. He will provide everything that you need to be with Him forever. And that's the only thing that matters. I commend to you these words of St. Teresa of Avila to you as we approach this election. She wrote it in Spanish, Nada te torbe nada te espante. Todo se pasa, Dios no se muda. La paciencia todo lo alcanza. Quien a Dios tiene, nada le falta. Solo Dios basta. Which means, let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. Everything passes But God does not move. With patience, everything we can reach. Those who God has lack nothing. Only God is enough. Christ tells you to give what is Caesar, what is Caesar? Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. Caesar has no right over your peace. He has no right over the joy which is yours for the taking in Christ Jesus our Lord. He might determine the circumstances of our lives, but he can never determine how we react and respond to such circumstances. People have become saints in good times and in bad times. God is enough. God is sovereign. We render that which is his to him. That is, we give him everything, including our actions in the voting booth and in politics. Be an outstanding citizen, brothers and sisters. But recognize that you are God's beloved first. and Do not sacrifice the joy and peace which is yours in Christ Jesus on the altar of politics.